What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, joined by my co-host, Micah. Hey. And Carrie. What's up? We finally made it past the hellscape. That is the year 2020. We're in 2021, which so far has basically been the same. <laughs> for the most part so far. Um, now, look, I often criticize Micah specifically. For underselling the quality of some games, then later on I discover that game and find out that it's actually amazing, and I get mad at Micah because he should have been more exuberant about yeah, his about I was, his, his love. I was literally game. talking to friend of the show Steve about this. Yes, very concept. And uh, and so I can't blame Micah for lack of exuberance when it comes to Ghost of Tsushima. I can't. He he was exuberant about it. Several times all year last year, it was his number two game of the year behind Hades, and he struggled with that choice, and I was like, ah, Hades is really good, though. But now I've played Ghost of Tsushima for two weeks, and I understand why Micah struggled, because fam, this might this is one of the best like open world games of all time. Wow. No bullshit. Um, it does everything so good. Everything is done so good. Presentation is amazing. The the voice acting performances are excellent. Uh, I'm glad I waited for this to come on PS5 because getting to play it at 4K60 is nice. Um, they added free extra modes that are fun and have shit to do that are that are worth doing, but that you don't have to spend any extra money for, which is fine because the game itself is well worth $60. I'm only like a little more than a third of the way through. I'm, I'm, I've just waded into Act Two of the story, and uh, it's really, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, every single open world game should take a lesson on how to design your UX for players because having large and obtrusive HUDs doesn't seem like a thing that should really exist anymore. No, because um, this game is able to convey all of that complicated information with the most amount of minimalism that I've ever seen. Um, the music is excellent. And I'm not even like, I'm not even like a Japan guy. Like Mike is a fucking weeaboo. Of course he was going to like this game. <laughs> he was, he was predisposed to like it. I'm not even a big uh, samurai dude. And, and, and it's, it's great. The story is very appealing. It, it's already emotionally touched me. And 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 made me swear revenge against some Jey Uso looking motherfucker in this game. <laughs> he does. It's the first thing I thought as soon as he popped on the screen. I was like, this guy is is the Japanese Jey Uso. I'm looking at him right now. And I should I should have known. I should have known. Like I said, they don't wait long to to pull the rug out from under you. Uh, but it's great. It's it's really really good. The combat is just challenging enough to stay engaging. Uh, over the length of this game without being like souls level of like hair pulling. Um, and there's lots of different things you can do in combat. Again, this game, if there's one thing this game does not handle well, it's switching between your different abilities in combat on the fly that are mapped to the same button. That's the only thing that I'll say is a little bit wonky, but that doesn't matter if you like to like hit things with swords constantly and then just throw out the occasional sticky bomb from people that are that are really far away. Um, yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, I, I enjoy the 
the mixing of the the stances to to fight against different enemies. I've already unlocked all four um, yeah. of the regular ones because I guess you do that pretty early and then you could just level them up over time. There's lots of different ways to improve your character. It's it's a great game. Um, PlayStation Studios don't get enough credit if that's possible. I feel like because because as much as people did talk about this game, this game was not high enough on enough game of the year list in my opinion. And I for shits and grins. I went back and read some reviews now that I'm started playing the game just so I could see how they stacked up. And like the Polygon review for this game was like, oh, you've played this game before. And I'm just like, I understand why you're saying that, but yeah, it just it, it does it, a lot more than it's a lot of folks a, give credit for. It's such a disservice to say that, right? Right. Like yeah, you've played this game before in terms of it being an open world game, sure. Yeah, but the 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 versatility with the combat, how you can approach literally any encounter ex- outside of like boss encounters. You can literally approach any encounter one of two ways, and then within those two main ways, either stealth or or direct, you have different options, right? Like if you want to take the direct approach, you can literally just run in there and just start assaulting people or you could you could uh call somebody out right you can call somebody out and if it's a risk reward thing it's a it's a it's a mini game and you can eliminate up to five people in an area and and power yourself up at the same time or you can you can um uh or if you fail you start off at a detriment and then yeah it's and then once you're there, you get approached by different people and then you, you know, you switch between your different stances because it's more effective to use one stance or another stance. And then it gets to the point where you're in a flow, you're in a zone mm-hmm. and, and, and combat just works. Right. But, but at the same time, it's not hack and slash. It's not devil may cry. Right. Like you can, you can get really stylish with devil may cry, but you have to actively want to. You can get away with Devil May Cry just playing like just 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 mashing one button three times, right? This game you cannot do that. Mm-hmm. The game will punish you for doing that. I mean, the closest corollary to the combat is like the Arkham games, and I would imagine what Spider Man is like in a lot of ways. Yeah, and even then, it's um, yeah, yeah, and even then, I I feel like this is a little more refined. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's the natural evolution of that. And um, and then your stealth, you know, you you get uh, your stealth is pretty standard. I'll I'll, I'll say mm-hmm. you, you you get your toys to play with in stealth, but um, it's pretty standard. You know, you 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 hide in tall grass. You can lure people over and stuff like that. Um, I didn't. You know, the stealth is not bad, but it's not. You've played the stealth before. <laughs> right? Um. Like you said, the game's presentation, like they make a big deal about Kurosawa mode. Look, I put it on for like two minutes and I turned it off, right? Like I can appreciate <laughs> I appreciate what you're trying to do, but your game looks gorgeous. Right. Like there's no way I'm going to I'm going to play your game with all those beautiful colors. It looks like a Skittles commercial. Well and it, and it's even like it's even like a lot of I'm sure a lot of people played this game with the like the Japanese dialogue and just the English dub. Or the English subtitles, rather, over top of it. And you're actually doing yourself a bit of a disservice if you do that. Because, again, the English voice track in this game, 
is amazing. It's excellent. Like, like it's shocking that this wasn't brought up in more conversations. Um, it, it, like it released a month apart from The Last of Us Two, and I haven't played The Last of Us Two, so it's absolutely unfair for me to make this comparison. I have played The Last of Us One, and it definitely stands against anything that Naughty Dog has put out in terms of, you know, acting and performance and dialogue. And oh, by the way, the entire fucking cast in the game is Asian, which. You know, it deserves a note. Like, it shouldn't have to deserve a note, but it does because not enough people actually fucking do that shit. Right. So. Right. Have you played Um, Have you played the uh, the multiplayer yet? I have. We can definitely get down with that. I've just dabbled in that a little bit. Um, It's something I'll come back to for sure. I just wanted to dabble in it because I was tired of seeing the storytellers in every village without approaching them. Um, But that's cool, too. Like I said, it's got little mini missions which I didn't realize existed. Like, I thought it was just a survival mode, basically. Um, like I said, it's got the survival mode. And eventually, if you, you know, keep at it enough, it's got that raid, which I don't know if we can find two more people to to raid with. But uh, I feel like that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I really want to do that, man. I, I really do. Um, yeah, man, the game is, in terms of, uh, in terms of big budget AAA games, the, I mean, it's it's the game of the year for me, and I'm including Cyberpunk in that. Like, I finished Cyberpunk. I'm I'm including mm-hmm. Cyberpunk in in that list of games that I think Ghost of Tsushima is better than. Well, and and importantly, it doesn't. It does like each mission doesn't overstay its welcome. Like the side quests last like ten minutes. Which is nice because it's not like they're doing anything revolutionary with what you're doing. It's usually go here, kill these guys or do this, you know, platforming puzzle or or do this other thing. So it's good that that doesn't take a ton of time. And then even like all these, you know, quest threads that run through the entirety of the game. Because like you have your main quest but then you also have these storylines that center on specific characters that you encounter during the game as well. And – they last the whole game. Like, like there's literally like each part of the map has a handful of missions that you do that further these quests. And the and it's not like oh th- this mission is actually three missions back to back to back and you're doing the same kind of thing. No, it's it's go here, do this thing. It progresses a little bit, and then you can come back to the next part when it when it works. Like like Assassin's Creed, the one thing that Valhalla. Did and all these the modern Assassin's Creed games do this is they drag out a lot of stuff needlessly and a lot of the missions are just long for no reason and like even in Valhalla sieges are fun like when when you're sieging castles and stuff like that but once you've done it like six times like you you can only siege a castle a castle so many ways but I I don't feel bored by this game yet like like the missions have not you know they they don't stay around long enough to make you feel like oh god another you know, another, uh, what, what, another lumberyard, yard, uh, lumberyard that I have to destroy. And, you know, another, another fishing village that I have to liberate. Like it doesn't, it doesn't wear on you as much. Yeah. So yeah. it's really good. If you haven't played Ghost of Tsushima, absolutely play it. If you own a PS5, definitely do it because it looks amazing. Um, but yeah, it's great. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost kind of glad Cyberpunk was a fucking mess because I have a feeling that I'm enjoying playing this a lot more than I would have playing that right I now. Think you, I think you would have as, as, uh, as someone who has finished it. Um, look, I like the game enough to finish it, so I'm not going to take a dump on it, right? But I'm, 
I'm not going to pick it up again. Like I saw some story where they were like, Cyberpunk uh, has has its user base has dropped some drastic number uh, within a month, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's what happens when you beat a game. You generally <laughs> don't, you know, rush back. It's, it's to not. Play. It's not a fucking. A shared world like always online connected game like what right. the fuck are they expecting to happen right i you know i don't know what people i don't know what people want but um i'll pick that game up when uh back up when new game plus comes out i see um, well i was gonna say i so, so moving on to you my guy i see that you took advantage of the uh traditional ubisoft our game's been out for two weeks let's discount the price 33 <laughs> percent sale <laughs> <laughs> I was I was thinking about buying Immortals Phoenix Rising and I, I uh spoke to Steve who uh listens to the show, he's a friend of the show, and he was raving about it. He was like, This is better than Breath of the Wild. And uh, <laughs> was like, that, that exact expression on Carrie's face <laughs> was the and, one that I absolutely expected to see. And <laughs> and 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 I and I saw it was on sale and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna play this. For some reason, I didn't get into Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know why. But uh, I said, you know what? Let me play this, and um, I like it. I, I I like it a lot. Uh, I like it so much that when I'm finished with it, I'm going to go back to Breath of the Wild uh, and see, you know, how Nintendo just copied off of Ubisoft. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, look, this is a Zelda clone, man. Like this is a this is a this is a quintessential like Zelda clone, and that's not a bad thing. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna steal, steal from the best, right? And um, I I think I see where Steve is coming from when he says that this is better than Breath of the Wild. I think it's a little bit of a hot take, but well, there's the, no accounting for taste. <laughs> <laughs> but but the fact that your character has a voice uh, makes storytelling a bit. It makes storytelling flow. Better. I didn't get far in Breath of the Wild, so I can't really speak on the story. But Link, Link does not speak in Breath of the yeah. Wild. <laughs> no, all of the other characters do, yeah. though, which was a first for the franchise, of course. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's literally, it's literally Breath of the Wild. Like, like the stamina meter. Like instead of a circle, it's like little half circles and. You know, you 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 knock down trees and these red things pop down that kind of look like apples, but they're called pomegranates because Greek mythology. And um, it it's shrines. Yeah, you, yeah. You got like the, the 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 they have the I forget what Breath of the Wild calls them, but the, they're they're called shrines in Breath of the Wild. I don't know what they call them in, in Immortals. The, the, the little phoenix that he he jumps into like Tartarus pits, and they're like little mini. <laughs> They're like little mini uh, 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 dungeons that you go through to to get something to like it's it's a Zelda clone, much like Darksiders was a Zelda clone, right? But um, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, part of it is the motif, you know. I'm a sucker for Greek mythology, and um, it's a really fun game. If if it's still on sale, mm-hmm. uh, I would pick it up if I were you. I think you might. Well, I mean, it's going to be hard to come off of to come off of what you're playing right now. I'm not well, done playing what I'm playing right now. So, yeah. All right. Well, and trust me, by, by by the time I am done, uh, it'll probably be on sale again. So I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not for sweating. Twenty dollars yeah. because that's what Ubisoft does. Like, all right. 
but I do enjoy I do enjoy it. Um, it's a it's a cool game. Uh, so much so, like I said, that I'll I'll probably go back to Breath of the Wild after because uh, I never finished it. And I always I didn't get far at all in it, and I and I it's it's my secret shame. I mean, I did I did in Breath of the Wild what I do with every game, which is I get to the point where it's I can go fight the final boss. And I'm just like I'll get there, and then I don't. Yeah, <laughs> like 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 I beat all four of the. Like I, I I got all four of the fucking ancient machines or whatever the hell's they're called, and I got the master sword and divine beasts. Yeah, and uh, and I and I've and I've done like seventy of the shrines, and I got plenty of hard containers. But I'm just like, yeah, I just, I I meant to go fight Ganon, and it just never happened. So <laughs> yeah, I did all of the shrines. Um, I did not do all nine hundred fucking Koroks. Yeah, you're not. But I, uh, I did you're all of the shrines. <laughs> you're not. You're not friend of the show, Johnny Belfield. I'll tell you that much. So. No. Um. So here's a, a a pro tip. Uh, if you live in a house, well, and not for you two, but for people <laughs> listening, if you live in a house where you are the person that plays video games, mm-hmm. and your significant other is not. When they ask you what you want for Christmas and you tell them you want PlayStation Plus, <laughs> you make sure that you take a picture of it and send it directly to them. Otherwise, you'll be in the situation that I'm in mm-hmm. where I have a full year of PlayStation Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's the thought that counts. Eh, bless you for trying. <laughs> you, you know what? I, that's that's all I can ask for, man. Like uh, the fact that she married me, knowing that I live in this, <laughs> right? Is 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 uh, is you know, I'm very grateful. So uh, I tried a little bit of PlayStation Now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works. I have pretty a, ri- a ringing endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. PlayStation <laughs> Now. It works. It Dead works. pixels. <laughs> the, uh, the game selection is not that great, but I, I, I saw uh, a game that I really liked um, on there um, called uh, Asura's Wrath. Mm. Uh, it's, it's basically anime the video game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember when that came out. I remember really liking that game. Um, so I, I, I fired that up, and it's it's cool, man. Like, it, it, I, I mean... It's fun to go back to some of those things, but at the same time, like I'm, I'm reminded why I don't go back to playing old games because, like, mm-hmm. the way this is set up, you pick your game from the catalog, and then it boots up. It has to, it has to, it says it's getting your game ready, right? Like it's got to find the game, and then you play it, and it's, it streams fine. It looks like a PS3 game. It loads like a PS3 game. Ugh. It right. Mm. So I will never ever complain about remasters or mm. or re-releases because or or game because they make the game run or, better. Or, or, right, they make the game run better. So, uh, it, it, PlayStation Now versus uh, Game Pass is Game Pass all the way. Um, PlayStation Now is not. It works, but I, I would not recommend it. <laughs> and then, Carrie, uh, in your yeah. par- in your parlance, uh, you are back on your bullshit, as you would say. <laughs> say the least. 
<laughs> yeah, I decided I was going to stream Fallout New Vegas, so I started a new file in New Vegas. So if you've been catching my Twitch streams as of late, I haven't done one in a couple weeks now. Um, actually, I did a, a quick Monster Hunter stream on my birthday. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, holidays and GDQ happening, and then I'm out of town. So I'll be back with more New Vegas streams next week. Um, yeah, New Vegas is still good. Also, after many times of me being on this show, being like, I'm going to get back into No Man's Sky. I'm going to do it. I'm going to load it back up. I finally just fucking started a new file in No Man's Sky. Uh, yeah, I mean, the game feels a lot better um, than it did the last time I played it, which was about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't gotten into a ton of the new content yet, but um trying to build out a nice little base. I have a cute little... Cute little lake house on a planet infested with biological horrors. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. That's me. always the way. Like I said, yeah. I, like I said, I, I, I specifically looked for a uh, a nice climate planet that had lots of lots of sea mm-hmm. and and water and such. Yeah. To to stake out my claim. Yeah, my first planet was like super irradiated and had like thermal storms, and I'm just like, Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean that game's fun and good. Good for the dudes at Hello Games for for making that into a game that is very much worth playing. Um, and sometimes you just want to go to space. Like I said, that that'll that'll be the true test of of when they made it is is when Micah finally buckles and <laughs> and possibly plays that game. How much is it right now? Uh, it's it's full. It's a full sixty dollars unless okay. you catch it on a sale. Because so. they're like, because they're like, now that it's good again, we can justify charging full price for it. So we we have to nope. <laughs> we have to do this. It does go on sale a lot, and I would be surprised if it came to Micah's new favorite streaming service, PlayStation mm. Now, at some point. <laughs> so. Also true. <laughs> if it ends up on Game Pass, you have to at least try it. If it ends up on Game Pass, I'll try it. There you go. Do I have to go over my Yeah, because you weren't here you weren't here last episode. So what what no. were your like we, we didn't do anything formal. We we, okay. we kind of uh we kind of na- naturally eased into the conversation. We yeah. ended up naming like three games apiece, basically. Okay. So. I mean, I just came up with a list of like the games that I played last year. I, I mean that, that that's that, like weren't that's the Terrence Runner. list. That's the Terrence yeah. list. So. Yeah, I mean, uh I would say Persona Five Royal was probably my my top of of twenty twenty. Uh, and then I remembered that I actually played another Persona game last year because uh, I was furloughed and I had all this fucking time to play multiple Atlas titles. Um, so, like Persona Four Golden mm-hmm. for PC, also certainly up there. Um, Miles Morales, obviously that game fucking ruled. Um, I did finish Age of Calamity recently. I'm trying to get into some of the post game content. That game's a lot of fun. Easily my favorite, like Warriors style title by far. Mm. Um, and like I guess Animal Crossing New Horizons. And so much that like I put a ton of fucking time into it. Like I I put time into that game until it started to feel like a chore to play, which like Animal Crossing inevitably starts to feel like a chore. Um. But yeah, like Persona Five Royal is certainly like my game of 2020, and that almost feels like cheating. So <laughs> you know what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's your it's your list. 
It's what my list. What is my game of the year? Two years in a row. Yeah. Because <laughs> they came I, out I, Like if they do another version of Persona Five, not only will I play it, I will give it game of the year again. Um, <laughs> that's what I'll do with Strikers because Strikers comes out next month. More on uh, more on on rumors later in the show. <laughs> great, great rumors that are almost certainly true. Um, PlayStation Plus is the only new release news to talk about. It's a good month for PlayStation Plus. Um, the PS4 games that you're getting are actually pretty good. Uh, the PS5 game that you get for free, uh, and only on PS5, you can't get this for free if you get the PS4 version. It's a game called Maneater. Hilarious, because we were just talking about Hollow Notes several weeks ago say, on this podcast. Hollow Notes produce this game. Uh, it is, and, and this is a self-described term that they that they do. Uh, it's a single-player open-world action RPG or a shark. PG, a shark PG, uh, where you're the shark, and apparently you're a shark, and you can do uh, shark things in Maneater, which I'm <laughs> assuming involves in, involves terrorizing uh, a beach uh, during the Fourth of July weekend. Um, so yeah, so that's free via PS5, uh, PS4, and PS5. You can play Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, which is the third Tomb Raider game. I think I think it's the third third of the recent series of free releases, yeah. Um, which means that it, at this point, all three Tomb Raiders would have been available for free at some point on PlayStation Plus. Because I know Rise, uh, yes, Rise was the second one. Yeah, and I know so I have Shadows, that in my queue. Yeah. So, uh, so Shadows the third one, you get that for free, and then Greedfall, uh, which was a critically acclaimed game last year. It's an action RPG. Uh, I I was told by people that if you like old Bioware RPGs that you might really like this game. Hmm. Like your, like your, uh, your Jade Empires and your, and your, uh, KOTORs. So I like Jade Empire. Yeah. So might, you might want to check this out, Mike. It's available for free right now. Well, part of the reason I like Jade Empire is because I'm a weeb. And it takes place <laughs> in magical Asian themed <laughs> land. I mean, this has magic and shit. So Greedfall does not look like that at all. <laughs> it it does have a a guy with a three a three pointed hat. So tri corner hat. Yeah. Nope. Don't like that. <laughs> don't like that. Um what I do like is when people go to youtube.com slash dense pixels, click the uh bell notification icon. Well, click subscribe first, and then click the bell notification icon to be notified. Of when this and all of our videos drop, uh, subscribe to the TNP Studios podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, including the Nerd Apocalypse. It's 2021, mm-hmm. and in September, it will have been a decade since the Nerd Apocalypse began. Ten years. We got to do something. Oh, yeah. A show. Yeah. <laughs> that's it because i don't want to put in that extra work one show <laughs> <laughs> one show for the month show. of december uh for uh september, september one show um black on black cinema which uh will be back uh too sweet coming distractions uh there's some there's some stuff in coming distractions right now there's mm-hmm. a uh a my review, review of monster of hunter monster hunter in there that's and then, a movie i saw yep and and it's just and to to complete the bad movie duality, um, Jay and I sat down and we reviewed uh, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Uh, we did two 
the nice quote unquote <laughs> and uh and the the review that you really want to listen to it's an hour of us nitpicking a bad movie um so you can listen to those right now and you get the weekly preview episode of the look forward political podcast which comes uh back this week twice uh got twice yeah because uh, they really missed you <laughs> Uh, go to densemissions.com slash premium for $5 a month or $50 for a full year. You get access to the premium slate of con- of content, uh, including the airing of grievances, which we will get back on that because we are so close to being done and I just want to be done. Uh, past episodes of No Time to Bleed, The Men with the Golden Tongues, Upstage Conversation, and the full episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Look, the Look Forward Political Podcast, the full two, sometimes two and a half hours of what you get uh, is worth your $5 uh, or $50 for the full year alone. Uh, and then you get all that extra stuff. Yeah. So, and, uh, also, and we need to get back on our bullshit when it comes to Men with the Golden Tongues. Gotta get yeah. back on that horse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the most recent episode of Upstage uh, was free because we did Cats. I, I made Andy watch Cats. <laughs> it's a good episode. It's, it's a very it, good episode. It's by far our longest, but it's a very good episode. Um, and I'm looking forward to having one of you two dork-ass losers on the show, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks here. I got to find, uh, find a musical that I want to sit through. Yeah, because I want to I want to like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and we've done the one that I like the the only one. I'm sure we can find another one. And uh, find another one. and look, I don't I don't mind as it is a tradition on this show, throwing Jay under the bus whatsoever. We promised you uh, the Mission Impossible two episode of the Golden Tongues for free this past week. I reminded Jay twice and he still didn't post it. So I'm going to make sure to take care of that mm. for you today. So if you're if you're in the Nens Pixels feed, you might be getting a daily double of podcasts of this episode, and also check, keep an eye out for the uh, Mission Impossible Two episode, one of the crown jewel episodes of the Men with the Golden Tongues. It's excellent. I re-listened to it, and it's it was hilarious. It was a great time. <laughs> it's an amazing episode. Um, but so that's coming at you as well. But yeah, we uh, I, I've missed doing Men with the Golden Tongues. Life has gotten in the way, but I've missed. Uh, what you know? Reviewing these spy movies. We'll so. be uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. The men with the men with the golden tongues will return <laughs> in twenty. I, I feel like we were inadvertently protesting the constant no time to die delays. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. Uh, a very very light spattering of news this week. Uh, Nintendo has purchased Canadian developer. Uh, Next Level Games, the developers of Luigi's Mansions uh, two and three, or would that be Luigi's Luigi? No, I don't know how. I don't. I don't know how to best to to say that. I'm trying to think of like the Attorney's General version of oh. of Luigi's Mansion, but Luigi's Mansion is kind of the Attorney's General version <laughs> yeah. of that, or Lu- Luigi Mansions two and two and three. Um, Luigi's Mansions. <laughs> they also I think it's mentions Luigi. There you go. <laughs> Mansion de Luigi is, is how they say it in uh, in Spain. Um, they also developed uh, Mario Strikers for the Wii as well as the Wii version of Punch-Out. Uh, they were supposed to – they also developed uh, Metri- or, sorry, Metroid Metroid Prime Federation Force, uh, a Metroid spinoff that was not well received. Um, but hey, four out of five ain't bad. I really like that Mario Strikers game 
on the Nintendo. Yeah, Mario Wii. Strikers was good. Fucking uh, Punch Out Wii. Yeah, was a lot of fun. Um, this doesn't happen very often. Um, no, Nintendo very rarely buy purchases studios and adds them to their fold. The most notable uh, in their history. Uh, were when they snapped up Retro way back in 2002, the Metroid Prime developers, and uh, and Monolith Soft in 2007, a, a bit a few other small ones. But like even a lot of the big studios that used to work hand in glove with them back in the day, they never acquired. Like you would imagine that Nintendo would have picked up Rare at some point in the 90s, but no. Nope, and they didn't, and they should have, but yeah. they didn't. <laughs> for, Look what for, happened now. For, yeah, for, for both parties concerned, they probably should have picked up Rare because <laughs> Jesus Christ. Aren't they making another one of those games? Perfect they're games? making another Perfect Dark. Yeah, they're making. Uh, I thought you were referring to Banjo Kazooie for a second. No, no, no. We're we're. I'm I'm a Perfect Dark person. Uh, yeah, they I are making really, another Perfect Dark though. Are they going to take it seriously this time? Or? It appears That's to be. That's an excellent question. From the from the <laughs> small trailer that they showed uh, during the Game Awards, it looks excellent. like it's going to be serious. Yeah, there that that's a move that if if both parties could have gone back in time, I feel like they they might have done because rare has just been a, a, a string of misses over, like like they were the Kinect developer for the longest time. <laughs> they created the ill-fated avatars, mm-hmm. uh, which still exists, but no one gives a shit about on, on the Xbox platform um, amid other things. So cool for next level games. Uh, in news that's weirdly adjacent to Carrie's interests, uh, Epic Games yes. is is buying a dead shopping mall in yeah. Cary, North Carolina, and converting uh, converting it into a new campus, which will be their headquarters, uh, which will open in 2024, a 980,000 square foot site. Yeah, it's uh, huge. Yeah, that's very close to their current uh, their current digs right now. Uh, I like this idea. I, I like the idea of buying old mall spaces and converting them into other usable things. Um, Apparently, uh, Epic will also uh, Epic will own the site in total, um, but some of it may still be given over. They said for use by the local community. I imagine they will have some kind of small shopping area in there. You know, people got to eat, right? <laughs> like, um, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, Cary Town Center has been. Uh, Largely empty for a long time, so uh, hey, good good for them. Um, I'm a big big proponent of mall ephemera. Um, I have I have as soon as you walk in the door of my house, there's a like fucking five foot wide um, map of what Owings Mills Mall's original layout was um it was found in like one of the offices when they closed that mall down so and i got it for free <laughs> well it turns out when you go investigating junkyards it's a lot of, it's easy to get that no i mean stuff. it was uh they, they <laughs> auctioned off everything in inside the mall so like that's why i have the old wizards of the coast signs that i have and uh the old power gamer sign from that mall and um not from Owings Mills Mall, but over the summer, I did pick up an old KB Toys store sign as well. So, how did that, how is the Wizards of the Coast sign still there? That's that that's store wasn't even in that mall for that years. Store, 
That store closed in like 2006. Yeah, was it um, just like in a storage area, I guess? The entire no, time? it was in the same spot. Like when you walked into the Wizards of the Coast, there were like these fucking 12 foot tall signs that had the old Wizards logo on it mm-hmm. on either side. And because they were like backlit with neon or something like that, whoever took over that store never wanted to like replace. So those they just, they just it, covered them up. They just covered them up with like <laughs> curtains. So they were there the entire fucking time. Um, so yeah, I've got, I've got a lot of weird mall stuff in my house. I've got like electrical blueprints from Owings Mills Mall. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's, it's so bizarre, especially cause like I said, all, all three of us have a, uh, have have a nostalgic connection with Owings Mills because we all grew up in that area yeah. and and patronized that establishment quite yeah. frequently. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh I returned Superman sixty four at that mall. <laughs> at, the, at the E B there? Yep. At the E B on the bottom floor next to that escalator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to see it from like I just want to see what they do with it from like a a, a, a engineering and development standpoint. Right. Like, oh, you know exactly yeah. what it's going to be. It's like all, all the shit that was surrounding it now. From, from I'm assuming David S. Roundcore probably still owns it. They're just going to just gonna, it's just going to 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 just fu- like like spread like wildfire with more townhomes. Yeah, yeah, with more townhomes and shopping centers and shit like that. Um, so. I mean, there's a Costco over there now. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Already? Oh, yeah. That's been open for like two years. Oh shit. Yeah, it's like fully operational. Over I didn't realize the like ma- I didn't realize the mall got tore, Yo, they're tore down. They're putting in a fucking Thousand Hot Bagels over there. Like my diet is doomed because I'm gonna be eating THB multiple times a week. It's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> but yeah, they're like almost completely done with like redeveloping that area. So very cool. And then Carrie, did you want to speak to uh, to games done? Yeah, quick? games done quick is happening this week. So uh, awesome games done quick uh, is which is the winter edition of the games done quick speed running marathons. Um, they're doing it on a virtual basis, just like they did summer games done quick back in July or August, whenever that was. Um, things seem to be running a little smoother now that this is the second time that they've done an all virtual twenty four hour <laughs> week long speed running event. Um, but this one benefits the uh, Prevent Cancer Foundation, which is great. Uh, I actually have it on another screen right now because I like watching speedruns. Um, they just finished up Shovel Knight Spectre of Torment um, in 33 minutes and 37 seconds. Um, and they have so far raised 383500 some dollars for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. So GDQ, if you haven't watched them, it's a very cool event. Um, I love that it benefits charity, um, the Prevent Cancer Foundation, especially. Um, I actually just had a friend of mine pass away about a month ago after a uh, struggle with lung cancer that um, was unfortunately caught too late for them to really do anything about. So uh, the Prevent Cancer Foundation promotes uh, early detection services and stuff like that. So uh, not only do you get to be entertained by a week long of awesome speed runs, uh, later tonight we're getting... Cuphead, Hades, uh, Left 4 Dead 2, and a bunch of other shit. Um, but if you are able to donate, that all goes directly to charity. So definitely 
check that shit out. Also, motherfucking Golden Sun is being run tomorrow morning, and I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> <laughs> we get a, we get a, we finally get a Golden Sun run on on the main GDQ platform. Um, so that's going to be about a four hour run, and I'm very much looking forward to watching uh, the uh, runner who uh, goes by Plexa. He's the main speedrunner for golden sun he holds almost all of the records in every category for both golden sun and the lost age and he is going to turn that game fucking inside out it's going to be awesome <laughs> very cool excellent um it's new year yes perfect time to go out and spend some money you you got six hundred dollars coming to you right <laughs> i already got mine it's perfect, time. it's perfect time to go out we don't qualify because <laughs> Uh, go, go to com slash Amazon. Uh, when you go to com slash Amazon, not only will you be supporting uh, a mega corporation, uh, you'll also be supporting Amazon. Um, <laughs> you can do what... <laughs> you can do what... Uh, you, can, you can order things like what my wife uh, just ordered. She ordered Let's Go to the Potty, a potty training book for toddlers. Wow. Yeah, because it's that time. My boy, oh, my boy no. just turned two uh, this past Sunday. So. I hope he doesn't eventually develop a pee drawer. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I hate to bring race into it, but you see what he was. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> uh, my wife ordered so the boys much are stuff. gross. My wife ordered so much stuff that she ordered a book that she already ordered. Uh, so I am going to cancel this one. <laughs> Um, yes, you can order Let's Go to the Potty. You can order what I ordered for my dad for uh, uh, Chris Mahana Quantica. Uh, I ordered him uh, an Echo Dot, Ooh. or as he calls it, an Alexa. Uh, you don't, the Alexa is not the device, it's the software in the device, but it's Amen. fine. It's fine. And uh, there's nothing more, nothing brings me joy than seeing a 69 year old man. Talk to a talk to a big black dot, asking it all kinds of silly questions. Uh, it's just like that one Saturday Night Live skit where they had uh, old people just talking to their machines. It's very funny. So go to densepixels.com slash Amazon. Uh, you help out the show, and uh, we can use all the help that we can get. Absolutely. And hey, with that stimulus money, if you never subscribed to Premium, what a great time mm. to donate to a small business. There you go with your with the stimulus check. Um, we'll start off the post office with Anthony, who says, "Would you rather have a two million dollar lump sum now, or ten million dollars, or sorry, ten thousand dollars monthly for the rest of your life?" Now, I did the math on this. Uh, yeah. It would take you. It would take almost seventeen years uh, to reach two million dollars uh, with a ten thousand dollar monthly payout. Uh, the answer to this question is: It depends. On what you need the money for. Like like if you're just looking if, – if it's just bonus money, then of course you take the $10,000 a month. Yeah. I'm the taking the $10,000 monthly because that means I'm never going to have to work ever again, right? Like you can take that $2 million lump sum and you can invest it. You can try to be smart about it, but like you don't know how those markets are going to play out. You can get fucked. You could lose all that money very quickly if things don't fall your way. You end up with $10,000 monthly forever. 
you're not going to feel a need to necessarily invest that, right? Like, mm-hmm. I am 31. I will presumably live at least 17 more years. I'm in good health. <laughs> I've got a good family history <laughs> as far as health concerns are, are, uh, are concerned. So, yeah, I'm taking 10000 monthly, and I'm never going to work again. That's, yeah. you know, thanks. Yeah, I'd probably take the ten thousand if I could pass. Like, can I transfer that? Can I can I transfer that to loved ones? Um, I feel like I would just blow through two million dollars. That's the thing, uh, right? Like, you get two million all at once, you're gonna go fucking crazy real quick, and you're gonna spend it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Yeah, you especially. (laughs) I I, I just bought. I just bought a fucking. I just bought some light cubes for my photography. It's yeah. I would. I would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. But the response to that question is hilarious, right? Like, <laughs> uh, Carrie says, "What's a better question? If there was, what is that? Ten, 10 million. Ten million. million. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why we had to include the decimal points, but they're there. <laughs> yeah, that, that, it threw me off. Right. Like, what? That's that's not associated press style. <laughs> <laughs> if there was ten million dollars on the table and a book titled "How to Make Ten Million Dollars" next to the ten million dollars sitting on the table, free for you to just pick up and walk away with, what are you going to pick up? Obviously, you take the ten million. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, uh, it, like, like like the, the the old phrase, "a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush." I think applies to uh <laughs> to, to, to this. See, year. but this is this is something that uh, that that like like black dudes because it's always black dudes like dumb black dudes who think they're smart. You know, the people who use the phrase "rise and grind" unironically, <laughs> they think that the right answer is to take the book. Right, See, because yeah, but now I know how to make it. Well, yeah, until you open up that book and the book says uh, to take the money that was next to it. <laughs> right, and you chose poorly. That's that's a dumb question. That's what that is. So, he, like, that's the thing, right? Is Anthony asked, do you take this big tangible thing or this series of smaller but still tangible things? And Carrie comes back with, do you take this big tangible thing or like an idea? That like <laughs> might and get I, you and, the and, thing. And Carrie, Carrie gets the joke, right? Like he's right. not one of the dumb dudes that I'm right. talking about. But yeah, yo, like like I, I saw that on, on Twitter. There's so many of these fucking dudes out here who are like, here's how you should really be spending your six hundred dollars stimulus check, and you do this, you get an LLC, oh, you, you rise and grind, yeah, like. Yo, <laughs> Yo, yeah, just take one hundred fifty dollars, get you an LLC, and then just commit fraud, and then bang, <laughs> right? commit like, tax right. fraud, and now you got ten thousand dollars. Like, all right, I guess. <laughs> oh my god! You, you take those remaining four hundred and fifty dollars, and you do a crime, and then you might have more money. I I, I was laughing because I saw. Uh, speaking of stimulus, I saw someone on Twitter. Who was uh, talking about like the gambling odds? Because basically, the the GA election is is, is essentially a, a, a toss up at this point mm. with with gambling odds. And he's like, here's what you do. He's like, you bet a thousand dollars on the Republicans holding the Senate because if you bet a thousand dollars, you win a thousand dollars. But if the Democrats 
win the Senate, you get a two thousand dollars stimulus check. He's like, so he's like, either way, he's he's, he's like, it's it's a hedge, basically, just to bet a thousand yeah. on the Republicans. Yo, that 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 means you got a problem. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Uh, Micah, pronounce this for me in 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 your great French pronunciation skills. Uh, la says, uh, is it weird <laughs> that I'm only 70% through Miles Morales, uh, but started a new game plus on, on Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order two days ago? Just had a hankering. Um, uh, you know. I, I mean, I, I would say it's weird because, like, it takes five minutes to beat Miles Morales. Yeah, I mean, if you're 70% of the way through Miles Morales, are you, like, 70% from 100% completion? Or are you 70% away from, like, finishing the story? Um, because you can finish the story in, in a, in one long session if you just blow through it. But if you're trying to hundred percent it, uh, look, I get it. You just want something different and Jedi Fallen Order is very different. And, um, you know, if you could put up with looking at Cal Kestis's stupid face, <laughs> um, I still can't believe they had a whole fucking galaxy worth of characters to make Cal Kestis out of, and they made him a mediocre looking white man. I mean, he just, you know. I, At he least just, he wasn't a Skywalker. I'll, you know what? <laughs> hey. That's fair. I'll give it them, to you. Got to take them small victories where you can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will says, uh, what video game moment had you like this? And he posted a series of memes. Uh, just, just basically say in in your feels. Yeah. Um, easy. The, the Morden. The Morden yep, decision in, in Mass Effect Three. That was it. I have I have never hung and and held on a dialogue choice longer than in that in that moment where you had to decide whether you were going to stop Morden or whether you're going to let him upstairs to a certain death. Mostly because I was trying to puzzle. I was trying to puzzle my way to figuring out is there a way Morden can live? He must be able to live somehow. I don't want to shoot him, I, uh, so I don't want to say no because I feel like I'm going to stop him by force if I don't allow him to release the genophage. And I want him to release the genophage, but at the same time, he'll die. And I, I literally sat there for ten minutes. I'm not. I'm not kidding at all. Trying to oh, trying trying to puzzle the decision out and then grapple with the what, what I knew the inevitability would be. And they play on your heartstrings during that moment too. Like I said, they they have the correct yeah, music man. during that whole fucking Bastards thing. create this incredibly charming character. Because I wasn't a really I wasn't a huge fan of Solarians mm-hmm. like in the series. And I meet this guy, and he's you know he's doing his Rogers and Hammerstein, and 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 he's just he, he, he was this cool dude, man. He just you know it's cool dude that helped create a drug that committed genocide, but. You know, I liked him. Every every amazing moment in that series, or, or or the top ones, center around Morden. Because if you recall, the greatest renegade interrupt in the entire Mass Effect series happens during his loyalty mission in Mass Effect Two. I can't remember it. It, it was on Tachanka, and you're trying to find like his colleague who helped develop the Genophage, and and you end up in that like in that arena with with a Krogan warlord and his clan. And the Krogan warlords giving this like really long winded, uh, like you know, blowhard speech 
about how you're going to die in front of him and this and the other thing. And then all of a sudden, like, Shepard looks down and there's, like, an exposed, like, gas line below the Krogan Warlord. And there's a, a like, in the middle of the speech, there's a renegade interrupt where you can just shoot the gas line and it just kills him instantly, <laughs> which is <laughs> fucking hilarious and completely nonchalant. Very oh, funny man. stuff. Find 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 that on YouTube if you don't remember it. It's very good. So I can't wait for that. Uh, I can't wait for that legendary edition to come back, like or come out. Like I could play, play it. it again now through like Game Pass because Game Pass gives you uh, EA Play also. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but I I want to wait. I want I want to wait. I want it to be like uh, I want it to be like uh, that Madonna song, like a virgin. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Like I wanna, I wanna, I wanna hit it. I wanna get it again. All right. <laughs> I, I want it to for, touch me for the very first time. Go ahead. Great. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say. I think, like the the moment that came to mind as far as like a video game moment that like got me in my feels real quick was the ending of Link's Awakening the first time I played it. Um, oh yeah. You're like we're all gonna die. Yeah, because I was like nine. So uh, you know. It's and on on a level, it was like because you know the game tells you it's like oh if you wake the windfish the dream ends and so it was like okay obviously the dream ends and you know you go back to the real world or whatever but like the way that the game shows you like everyone in Mabe Village who you had met like evaporating and whatnot I was just like did I do something wrong <laughs> like, <laughs> and even again playing the remake um, when that came out last year. Um, same same deal. Like it it still fucking hurts to to watch that shit go down. I think also the the stuff and like I don't want to spoil it because I know not everyone has played Persona Five Royal, but like the the third semester stuff and um the way that the the game further explores um Joker's relationship with Akechi in in the sort of extended ending of that game is <sighs> hurts hurts real good uh we have a, a, a line of wrestling questions here first anthony says your favorite right, i'll take a break <laughs> favorite wrestling <laughs> stable slash tag team now those are two incredibly different things a, a stable is not necessarily the same as a tag team uh yeah. in terms of how 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 they land in in your hearts um the tag team part of it is is a bit funny for me uh, I really enjoyed the all-too-brief uh, run of the two-man power trip uh, in early 2001 with Steve Austin and Triple H. What what an insane fucking concept! And, and they and they all played that they they played that part uh, brilliantly together, which was unfortunately cut short when Triple H uh, ripped his quadricep from his leg. So that was unfortunate. Um, I, I there's a lot of tag teams I like. I like um, I liked Harlem Heat. Um, I liked, uh, the outsiders mainly because of Scott Hall. I'm a Scott Hall mark. Um, uh, diesel, I could take a leaf. Um, the Dudley boys, because I think the 3d is just one of the best tag team moves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I was younger, LOD and, and uh, I always like the kid in me always liked Money Incorporated because <laughs> the two gimmicks felt like they went together. Really you do. know, <laughs> it's like, yo, this actually really kind of works, right? <laughs> like you couldn't because like, you know, how now they'll just put two people together. Right. And then they'll go, bam, you're a team like, no, that, that, that don't work. 
What's Lacey Evans got in common with Peyton Royce? Not all the women, okay, but like that don't work. Whereas you got the million dollar man, and of course he would have his own IRS uh, uh, a thug hooligan to help him keep his riches. Of course, it just makes sense. Um, stables, uh, look, I, I kind of like uh, the hurt business. I gotta say, I mean, I know that's very cliche. Right. But, you know, I, I, I really like, oh, I like the Young Bucks, but the Young Bucks are like, like, because they do like real like tag team stuff, but, mm-hmm. but they're, you know, they kind of fall into the, the, the spot fest type of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, and while that's good, sometimes I don't, I don't like it all the time, but oh, there's too many to name, man. It's, it's Edge and Christian, Edge and Christian. Christian yeah, on, Absolutely. Uh, uh, who doesn't? Who doesn't like uh, five five second pose? So. Yeah, the five second pose, man. <laughs> like you can't even do that now because they don't sell disposable cameras. Anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, for for me, stables. Look, it's it's hard to beat the new day. It really is. Like like we take it for granted because it's modern era, but the new day has had a shitload of longevity. Considering, yeah, man. Um, and undisputed era, pretty good too. Another another long standing faction that in in this day and age doesn't usually. Uh, they don't usually last that long. Yeah, uh, people can't anymore. wait to break stables up. Man. Right. So, so th- those those are two of my favorites. Uh, and the NWO before the NWO got wildly before bloated, it got ridiculous. Yeah. Before, but be, you know, before it became the Venom Parasite and just fucking just <laughs> absorbed everybody. And then just like, all right, yo, all right. Now we got three or four different factions of the NWO. There's NWO and then there's NWO Wolfpack. And then there's Latin NWO, and then there's like all right, all right. right. Uh, Favorite Royal Rumble moments asked by Randy. Oh man, there was one time when uh, Macho Man Randy Savage threw himself over the top (laughs) rope. Yes, I I would. I would list that among my favorites. I don't know if this counts because it didn't happen during the match, but the but the with the tear in my eye promo uh, from Ric Flair, uh, yeah. one of one of the greatest. Of course, that happened after the match, and the ending kind of was crap on that in that match. But uh, was that was that the one where Hogan got mad at Sid? Yeah, and pulled him and pulled him out of the ring, or or helped pull him out of the ring. Yeah, that was that one. Um, Steve Austin winning the Royal Rumble after getting eliminated and then sneaking back into the ring and throwing out everybody else because the referees were distracted when he got thrown out and didn't see him touch the floor was pretty fucking hilarious and a great moment. Uh, Undertaker getting thrown, uh, getting kicked out of the ring by tough enough winner Maven and then getting really upset about it. So he came in and just beat the piss out of Maven and then beat the piss out of Scotty Tuhati as he was coming down to the ring as the next entry <laughs> was fucking oh, hilarious as well. Was it last year or the year before uh, when when uh, Heath Slater came out mm-hmm. and somebody fucking knocked him down before he got into the ring and then like the next three or four dudes just kept Right, kept pounding him. on him as well. Yep. That's <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Um, the AJ Styles uh, debut I think is is definitely up there because it caught. I mean, we knew it was coming, but but the way they did it was was fantastic. Yeah, but the way they filmed it, like I remember them just like like they they showed I am, and then they cut to Roman Reigns's face, and then it just stayed on there for a minute. I was like, come on, man! Like you you missed the big like yeah fucking money shot. And man. and I gotta say, like I said, even though even though we're still in the afterglow of it, uh, the entire 
Brock Lesnar first half of the Royal Rumble last year Yo, was excellent. I know some people don't like that. I don't see how you couldn't love it. It was amazing. I think it was, I think it was perfectly booked. I think that that that's what the Royal, the Royal Rumble should be used for, right? Not to just have one guy dominate, but to tell stories, man. Right, to story stories. stories within the stories. Like like they made yeah. Shelton Benjamin incredibly relevant for for two minutes when when they drew back to you know the the team angle days and their and their Minnesota days together, and they had you know the Kofi Kingston almost getting revenge for getting beat for the title, and then like Keith Lee, like Brock Lesnar's fucking face when he sees Keith Lee coming out to the hey, ring, oh, boy. <laughs> and, and and Keith Lee get that moment. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I don't understand people that didn't find that uh, amazing last year. It was great, man. and the, and then Drew McIntyre got to kick literally kick Brock Lesnar out of the ring. Yeah, man. So you, so you got your payoff. Um, and then A-Man or E-Man says, can we all just agree to have Legends Night, never have Legends Night again? And if so, if Goldberg wins Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, Goldberg is not winning the WWE no, Championship he, against he, Drew McIntyre. He, he can't. He can't. No. Right? Like, he can't. I mean, this is ridiculous. No. I, I, and, 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 I, and I'm upset as it is that he's even going to be in this fucking match. Can we please, like, I, I understand the need and the desire to, in, in the wrestling parlance, pop a rating in this day and age, because that's really all it fucking is. But can we, can we stop with Goldberg? Like, like, like we, we should have been done with Goldberg after that fucking Undertaker match in, in Saudi Arabia. That should yeah. that should have been the end of Goldberg, and then, somehow, and then somehow Goldberg was able to come back and be the WWE fucking champion again. Jesus, get the fuck out of here! Um, and don't and don't think I don't see you people that were you know high on Sting, sixty one year old Sting coming into AEW, but shitting on the Goldberg <laughs> stuff. Be consistent. Yeah, yeah be I'm consistent. Like, I, mean, I mean, come on, man, come on. I just, I that that's the thing with this man, like, like. When like wrestlers are are funny, they're a funny, they're a funny sort because like when you get like high, you get real good, you get drunk off your own power, your egos come into play, and because it's predetermined, right? Like literally anybody could beat anybody, mm-hmm. and you know. I'm sorry, yo. Like, I know Goldberg is like the bear Jew and all. Like, he can beat the shit out of anybody. But, like, nah, yo. Like, nah. Nah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not laying down for you, Goldberg. Sorry. Hmm. Yeah, please please don't let him win. For Christ's <laughs> sakes. We don't need it. It's not necessary. Right. Um, like, like, even The Rock coming back and winning the title that one was fine. Because The Rock wasn't a meandering old man that couldn't wrestle anyway, right? To to, right. to, 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 begin, to begin with, like it's not like Goldberg was some praised in ring technician in his prime. He right. was he was the guy that ran out and beat dudes in thirty seconds. He's the guy that concussed Bret Hart and made him <laughs> retire. Like, yo, are we praising this guy? Come on, man. That's the that man. If that isn't the if that isn't the snapshot of what wrestling has become, this fucking ring technician gets taken out by a lumbering oaf, <laughs> using a misplaced kick. God damn it! <laughs> uh, Trey says, "How does Nintendo follow up this current iteration of Smash since it has damn near everybody?" So this, so it's interesting. So whenever they don't. right, well, so that's they, the whole point. Well, they can go one of two ways, right? So like uh, when there's when the next Nintendo console releases in six years or whatever it is, 
there inevitably is going to ha- be another Smash Brothers. So do you, have you now set the standard where every Smash Brothers has to have every character in it? Or do you completely take it back mm. to the beginning mm. and have just like the core, like, like, like a core group, but maybe some different folks from the core group that you might not expect? I don't know. I don't know what you do. Or do you just not make another Smash Brothers game and Ultimate is Smash Brothers for now until the end of time? I think they should let Sakurai rest. <laughs> he deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> let that man go back to making Kirby games, yo. Like let like 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 Carrie said. That's that was the point of Ultimate. Is just to literally throw everything in the kitchen sink in there and have uh stupid YouTubers pretend to be excited about it. Uh, Michael asked, where the hell is Terrence? What sex toy is he reviewing this time? He said, come back to us, man. Uh, Terrence taking a break and, yeah, and reviewing well, copious amount of sex, to- sex toys. So I'm assuming <laughs> Jay and I, Jay and I spoke to Terrence yesterday and, uh, he's fine. Yep. He's fine. He's just taking a break. All right. So Anthony, who's been the MVP this week posted, yep. posted this supposedly leaked document. Now look, not to, not to steal a line from Micah. Do we not? Remember just a couple of years ago before E3 where a supposed document leaked out from Sony and everyone on the internet lost their fucking mind about it and people were like, well, it's got the PlayStation logo on top of it, so it's, it looks like it's official company letterhead. And it's it had all these insane shit and then some intrepid guy on the internet who is probably very handsome – uh, also made another faked version and shared it out as well, and and it was quite funny, and and we all had a laugh. Yeah, like this is super low res. Yeah, and and, like, and it again, has a Nintendo logo at top. Well, like, it say, well, Carrie, it says internal use only. I know. So that that's how you know, uh, it's it's real. Um, uh-huh. and so so what's on here? And and I can barely read it because it's the print's so very small. So the thing small. at the top is Nintendo Switch Pro, which yeah. is, of course, something that has been long rumored and an upgraded Pro version of the Switch. Uh, that would be a first look for the Switch Pro, um, which I believe looks like it has a date of... 423 of yeah. this year? Uh, first party software would be Nintendo World Park so- so- Software, S-O-F-T-W-A-R. Right, so like this, this bullshit has typos <laughs> in it. All right, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Ma- Mario World Park or Nintendo World Park Tour, presumably tying into the debut of Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Japan. Yes, Mario Kart uh, Nine, Gary. Yes, Mario Kart Nine gameplay Splatoon footage. Three, Super Mario Odyssey Two, Fire Emblem Echoes, Path of Radiance, which I would actually be very excited about. If that was true. <laughs> Path of Radiance is great. Hey, it's coming out. In, it's coming out in May. May apparently, <laughs> uh, and Metroid Resurgence. Uh, presumably, if this is real, that would be the title of what was Metroid Prime. Yes, for. because because Nintendo is going to come out with a new Mario Kart, a new Splatoon, a new Super Mario Odyssey, and a new Metroid game all in the same calendar year. Oh, and that's not all, because at the very, very bottom of this, the last thing that they would show would be The Legend of Zelda Echoes of the Past, mm. which is presumably the Breath of the Wild sequel. Um, third-party software includes uh, Kingdom Hearts Destiny's Embrace. No, whatever the see, fuck. That's, yeah. No, see, that's bullshit. That's, that's, right. way too, that's way too pedestrian of a title. <laughs> yeah, right. 
<laughs> Get the fuck out of here, yo. <laughs> right, the last joke, one was joke, called Melody of Memory. Like, joke, we joke's on you. Joke's on you. It's a Destiny Kingdom Hearts crossover game that's okay. exclusive to Nintendo Cosmos. <laughs> Uh, Bayonetta 3, Shin Megami Tensei 5, uh, an Ubisoft showcase, uh, including Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legions, Far Cry 6, um, Capcom showcase, Resident Evil 2 remake, 3 remake, and <laughs> Devil May Cry 5 special edition, Grand Theft Auto 5 premium edition, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, and Final Fantasy 7 remake. Now, a lot of these are saying... Only available natively on Nintendo Switch Pro, cloud version available on base Nintendo Switch. Um, and then there's like the whole fucking list of games at the end that would probably be just like a fat ass sizzle, sizzle reel. In- including Fallout 3 New Vegas. Yeah. Uh, that, that, uh, that gem. Look, here's, the thing. here's the thing. You better crank up that carnival music, bitch, because if they put New Vegas on Switch, you better believe I'm buying it and playing it again. Uh... I don't understand yeah, how people. Six, yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo. Apex, uh, yeah. Fall Guys, Eastward, Crash, Crash Four, Persona Strikers, which I think we already knew was going to be on Switch. By, and by the way, all of, all of this is in one Nintendo Direct, allegedly. Right. Next week, uh, or sorry, no, th- yeah, it's next week. Yeah. So, look again. <laughs> Enormous grain of salt with this one. Uh, oh, grain of salt. This is a salt shaker. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is this is not real. Um, hundred percent not real. I don't even think Anthony thinks it's real. I think he. I think he's being cheeky uh, by by posting it on here. Um, I'm mad that this person didn't go far enough. Where's Halo Infinite? Where where where, where where's 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 Elden Ring or whatever the fuck the, the the new from software game is? Where's Horizon Forbidden West? Come on, like if, if you're if you're gonna fucking go there, go there. Right. Ugh. Uh, Cam asks, how much of a bummer is the Birdie Lee death, and can we agree that AEW has nailed the handling of it on their TV so far? A uh, huge bummer that came out of left field for sure. Uh, John Huber, Birdie Lee. Uh, Luke Harper, whatever you want to refer to him by, uh, one of the universally good guys uh, in professional wrestling that any and most anyone will tell you that. Like that, that even before he passed, um, that's something that people said. And yeah, very tragic. Obviously, he has you know young kids, which stinks. Um, AEW has done a good job handling it on TV, um, as good as any other company's done handling a sudden, unexpected death. Um, you know, in the past for sure. Um, which I would, I would expect everybody to, when you can just kind of pause the, pause the storylines for an episode and, uh, and just pay tribute to somebody who, who passes away unexpectedly. Um, but yeah, that, that really did stink and really did, uh, catch, catch me off guard when it, uh, when the news dropped last week. Yeah, man. Like, uh, you know, I'm not made of stone, man. I, I was tearing up during that episode, man. Um, you know, it's something about like, Seeing like, like wrestlers are essentially just like walking dicks, right? And and to see like these just gigantic like six foot plus, you know, balls of testosterone, just openly weeping, it, you know that that meant something to somebody. You know what I mean? Like he he apparently this dude was was um was just a just a good person. And, you know, he died at 41. I'm 40. Like, let's put that into some some perspective. You know? Like, <laughs> I, 
God damn, man. To to be it fair, was, he did have a, apparently some kind of like lung condition mm. that yeah. that led to that. So yeah, and um, you know, it, it his 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 widow came out and because you know wrestling fans are you know just just they're not as bad as Star Wars fans, but like they kind of are. Mm-hmm. Um, his widow came out and said, you know, stop with this whole AEW versus WWE thing, like. He didn't hate one company over another, and he really enjoyed his time there. And he, you know, it, it it's it's not about that. Like, just enjoy pro wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, especially because you know wrestling fans they really love their wrestlers, man. Um, and and to see, you know, people are like, well, the, this company sucks, and this is better. Like, all right, but like, who cares? Like just support, just support your favorite wrestlers, man. Agreed. Uh, Leonardo asks, "What is some good content you guys have watched uh, over our break?" I haven't watched anything. I've been reading Dune finally because it's been on my nice. list of things to do uh, for a long time. I'm almost done. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, there's a lot of exposition at the beginning of the book. A lot, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot, and then the second act is like really fast, and then they jump forward in time several years, which I'm assuming is probably gonna be the break in the two movies uh, that are coming out. Um, but yeah, I wanted to read it before the movie came out and uh, it's been pretty good. I've heard, I've heard the rest of the series, not so much. Yeah. So I'll probably avoid that. I, uh, I watched all of season two and three of Cobra Kai. <laughs> that show has not grabbed me. Uh, as I haven't even seen the original else. Karate Kid films, and I love this fucking show. I've only seen the first two episodes of uh, the first season, uh, so I'll give the first season a shot. But if if it doesn't if it doesn't hit me, yeah. So like right, first right season t- takes a couple episodes to get going, but once it gets going, it really gets going. Um, second season a little, little below, but then like the third season, like super super good. Johnny like Lawrence just, is the dumbest karate boy on earth. Like it just feels like people just trafficking. Just, just. I mean, I, I guess they are just like playing with your nostalgia. But like, I mean, I have no nostalgia for hook. this for the franchise, right? Like, yeah, you got to understand. I haven't seen any of the Karate Kid films. I have no nostalgia for the Karate Kid. So these flashback scenes that are supposed to like pull at your heartstrings really don't do anything for me. Uh, but that would the, be anything for me either. And I well, have seen it more the, than one, several times. The the way that they write uh, Johnny and and Daniel, um, and particularly try to explore Johnny's perspective, I I just find is very compelling. So, all right, yeah, I heard that uh, that uh, Daniel's a dick. Yeah, he's a smug <laughs> little prick in so in I, particularly in the first season. So that's um, what I'm. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for his uh, his dickishness to get in. To, yeah. to get in. Although he is a car salesman now, it's like, uh, uh, you're like, uh, you're like, uh, what's that guy? Scott Donahue? Was that him? <laughs> is, is it still him? Is oh, he still man. around? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Oh God, that guy was a shyster, man. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Um, anyway. There you go. Yeah, uh, I've all Netflix also put up the first two seasons of Ink Master. 
that show is fucking garbage, <laughs> but I do like watching it. <laughs> if if for no other reason than to than to see Dave Navarro's absolutely luscious blown out hair, because uh, whoever whoever handled hair and makeup on that show is just killing it. So. <laughs> it's amazing how Dave Navarro was able to parlay a relatively mundane music career and then a marriage to a brief marriage to Carmen Electra into hosting reality TV shows from right. now until the into, end of time. I mean, I, I like, I, I guess like Jane's addiction was a band, right? And I guess Dave Navarro played on one Chili Peppers album. He right? did the worst Didn't one. Didn't he do that? The worst yeah, one. Yes. The worst one, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 he absolutely did. So he was able to to parlay his eyeliner and mediocre tattoos into a long running reality TV show hosting gig. So yeah, thank good for him. So uh, we'll end with Jay, who asks. And he's breaking news on the podcast because I had not even heard this. Uh, on a scale of oh my god to who gives a shit, how do you rate your sadness of Kanye and Kim Kardashian breaking up? Is this worse than the time that Micah ran out of mustard and Mojo Risen in the same rising? Re- rising. Mojo Risen in the same weekend. <laughs> um. Yeah. It, 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 no, Kim. it's not, it, it's not worse than that. It's not worse. Than that. <laughs> and, uh, I'm not sad at all. Good for Kim. I, mean, I don't even I, like her, no. but like good for her for getting away from a guy who clearly does not have her or their family's best interest in mind. I mean, you know, this was, I, I never, th- I, I never thought it would have lasted this long, Yeah, <laughs> especially to get two kids out of it. Like mm-hmm. I, that the kids threw me off. I was like, wow, maybe this, maybe this is gonna, but no, no. No, of course this wasn't going to last. No, because um, he's a raging fucking narcissist. Like, yeah, uh, and you can't have two of those in the same household. You just can't. <laughs> no, I don't know if she's a narcissist. I, I think that, uh, from what I understand, she's kind of, she's not as vapid as she appears to be or as she used to be. Yeah. But um, look, man, whatever's good for them, go ahead and just, 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 just break up. Yeah, I'm definitely on the who gives a shit side of the uh, the yeah, fucking equation. I, yeah. as, long, as long as he, as long as he doesn't dabble in serious politics, uh, I'm I'm he can go do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> I really don't care. I don't even want him to dabble in like non-serious. Politics. <laughs> well, no, when I say serious politics, like I don't want him to run for actual things. I don't. I mean, I'd prefer he just not be involved in politics at all. But that's his that's his right to do. Um, mm. I don't want him running for president again in four years. Yeah. And but this time being semi serious about it as opposed to this last time. It was he, part of the birthday party, right? Yeah. And he was sort of the birthday party. Okay. Yes. Right. He right. uh he's obnoxious and I and I do not like him. Um as uh as the forty fourth president of the United States of America once said, he's a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> the forty fourth president of the United States of America called a man a jackass on national television. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Look, man. If the, if, the, if, if, if the fucking clay face shoe fits, <laughs> <laughs> then then you best wear it. Um. Yeah, I think we'll call it there. Like I said, that was a 
and we needed a bunch of questions from the post office this week. You all delivered, so thank you all very much for that. Uh, glad to be back in the swing of things, even though the video game industry did not cooperate with any fucking well, news hey, to talk about. Apparently, uh, this Thursday, there's a big Monster Hunter digital event happening that morning. Mm-hmm. So we'll have some more Monster Hunter news next week. Fantastic, and and like hey. I said, we have that we have this mega. Nintendo Direct right. to look forward Nintendo to, which is, is gonna... going to gift us with a bounty of wonderful news, which I will be is, happy is to the is the January week. Direct typically their biggest direct of the year? I can't I can't I remember know. how that typically works. I don't know for them. We'll but, see. But apparently, so they're not going to talk about any of the games that are about to come out, like literally imminent. No, Micah, where they're going to have gameplay footage of all the games you want to see. Like like Bravely Default Two is coming out in February. They're right. not gonna talk about that. No, nope. it's coming out next month. That that that, that that's in the that's in the afterthought list at the bottom. Just <laughs> with, with all with all the other games, both third party and not. But instead, Micah, they're gonna make sure to, to feature. Be fair for Bravely Default, they have given Bravely Default an extended amount of time on recent Nintendo Directs and been like, "Hey, play the demo." They have, yeah. but they're going to continue to do that because, like Micah said, the game releases literally a month later. So, so that's usually when you want to, you know, bring it to the forefront of people's consciousness. But no, uh, we're going to have gameplay from the next Metroid, which is definitely coming out in the fall. You know, the well, one that they had being, to completely scrap and then start over from start over from the beginning again. Yeah, after being burned by the fucking first Bravely Default, I ain't playing Bravely Default too. Did you play the demo? So Micah played the demo. So no, did I. I haven't played the demo. I thought about it. I didn't care. Spent for a it. good five minutes thinking about it, and then I played Stardew Valley instead. <laughs> Probably time better spent. Yeah, Micah liked it. I'm a sucker, man. So I'm, yeah, I'm, you I'm, are. I'm, I'm all. I'm all for it. Uh, make sure that you go to densepixels.com/fans and join our fan group. That way, you too can post in the Dense Pixels Post Office. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you go to YouTube.com/densepixels. Subscribe and ring the bell icon there as well. Uh, follow us on Twitch. Carrie is at stuff. It's Carrie. Terrence is at Aberration 410, and I am Dense Pixels Brad. Uh, I guess keep an eye out for Awesome Games Done Quick this week. Uh, yeah. Go back and watch uh, the Baltimore Symphony Gaming Orchestra's virtual concert. Yeah, you're not done so it was yet. Really cool. It's on YouTube. Whole thing's on YouTube. Uh, quite impressive considering. So, like, for, for people that don't understand the difficulty uh, in putting on that show, I, before we started recording all of this over Zoom on one track, I used to have to mix three separate audio tracks together, and that was sometimes a fucking nightmare. I cannot imagine trying to organize multiple instrument tracks. Yeah, multiple instrument tracks that are all doing, of course, different things, and some people have a tendency to either rush speed, slightly speed up or slow or, down. Yeah, mm-hmm. with that conductor in front of you, it's it can be very it's difficult. Like sometimes. not everyone, like we are not professional musicians, so yeah, uh, recording to click tracks is difficult. So like our woodwinds, especially, um, I think there were like eight or ten different audio tracks at times being mm-hmm. mixed together. So. Yeah, um, end result is very cool. Um, so if you haven't peeped that, um, you could do that. And I'm already working on stuff for our spring season. So I can at least say that we're going to have a Toe Jam and Earl medley uh, with some extremely funky bass. <laughs> um, we're doing uh, some Kirby. We're doing Dragon Quest. We're doing Breath of the Wild. We're doing uh, Klonoa, if you remember that game on the original PlayStation. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a good mix of stuff. 
very cool. Breath, by Breath of the Wild, of course, you mean the the ripoff of Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Yep, that's exactly what I mean. That's that, that's Nintendo's trick is they actually have a time machine. They go into the future and see <laughs> yes. what works what works really well, and then they come that's back and, and steal the ideas. That's that's Miyamoto's grand scheme. <laughs> that's no his entire about. career. We did it. We figured it out. Cool. That's it. Thanks, guys, very much for listening Thanks. and watching. We'll see you next time. See you.